maybe if I could just pick up on that in relation to the issue again of order and disorder. I mean, one of the key things that comes out of the example of Harlem, but also Rio, is that uh, many of the, the shanty towns and ghettos are continually depicted as locales of dangerousness, they're locales of disorder, they're locales you would go to to find all the potentially unruly things that people would associate with cities. And I think we have to ask ourselves first and foremost, well, who's doing the construction of such areas and such locales? But also to look at the street-level examples, the order that comes from below and actually clashes with the dominant visions of order that exist within these particular cities. Now, for example, if you take Rio... One of the things that people associate with Rio is the carnivals and the festivals and the you know the, the intensity and the excitement of that you know particular city. Of course, much of that is a product of developments and activities which are taking place on a daily basis within the shanty towns and the outskirts of Rio. But when it comes to selling Rio to people around the world, what you're not selling for those who control the marketing view, what they're not selling is come and visit the shanties that say, or come and experience the excitement of you as a city. Of course, what they're doing is and taking something, taking some of the connections of the, the shanty for Rio itself, but disconnecting it from the, the vision of Rio in other particular ways. It's a particularly nice example of a partial connection because, it's, of course, it's the villas that organise to produce the different floats and they're actually competing amongst themselves. So it's really taking a particular kind of connection and valuing that while uh, trying to leave the other connections. By taking a particular kind of connection and valuing that, but also disconnecting the favelas in other kinds of ways, I think. Thinking then about the production of segregated and separated differentiated spaces in the city, either through planning utopias which might transform into dystopias through the production of spaces that are disconnected from economic and other networks in the city or perhaps through people being excluded from access to land in terms of the production of shanty towns and so on. And what this raises for me is the question of how do we decide when this is good enough or a bad thing to have in the city? So we talked a lot in terms of the differentiation of urban space being a key characteristic of the spatiality of the withinness of cities, that cities are differentiated in all sorts of different ways for a whole range of different reasons, some of which we've raised here. And one of the things that comes up, the sense that we might be able to assess whether these differentiations or segregations are good or bad, depending perhaps on the power relations which produce them or on the power relations which are affected by the spatialization of social relations in this way. I guess other people will have their own answers, but I guess the first point to say is that it is a difficult question. And of course, I guess, the answer is yes and no. It sounds like the standard academic response to anything, really. <laughs> you know, what's the answer? Well, it's a bit of this and then it's a bit of that. But I think it's important to recognise that Harlem is both things and that it's not that we can't make up our mind about whether it's a good place or a bad place, but that it's all these things together. I think where we're trying to push this in our understanding is actually by tracing different connections and by saying, well, OK... If you follow these connections, then you will find certain positive stories here that actually these are the ones that one would want to value and to progress or to foster in some ways. But if we follow other kinds of connections, we might find other stories in the city that are less positive. So actually 
some connections are good and some connections are bad. And some disconnections can be good and some can be bad. And the assessment of those will really be around the kinds of social relations bound up in producing the connections and disconnections, around the kind of power relations that are implicit in those. And again, that's to remember that power takes different kinds of forms too. Some will be about influence, some about domination, and some are simply about how people network amongst themselves or between certain people between some parts of the city and others. So no easy answers then to the question of unruly cities. And um, there we need to leave it. And I should thank you for joining me today. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.